Hi, everybody. This is Norman with your daily podcast, We Go For It, sharing stories and observations for the boldly aspiring. This is season one, episode 21. We Go For It, sharing stories and observations for the boldly aspiring second language learner. Episode 21, choosing a language training program that will work that will work for you. What to look for. So why is it important to choose carefully? Well, there are a number of reasons. First of all, it's your money. Second of all, it's your time. And third of all, it's your emotional commitment. Anytime we step out and decide we want to grow, we are basically placing ourselves in a situation of unknowns. There will be challenges. We will have moments where maybe we feel inadequate. We will become for that for a certain period of time, for some shorter than others, the quintessential underdog. So, you know, this is energy and time that you just never get back, okay? So, I think there are a few questions we need to ask ourselves when we decide to embark on this adventure. And the first thing is, why are you learning this language? Why? What's your reason? Why do you have to learn this language? I like it when there are certain things that are, how could I say, inarguable. And when you place yourself in a situation where you have to do it, where it must be done, I just seem, it just seems that we get a lot more motivation in that case. Another good question is, how will you demonstrate success? How will you know that you have succeeded, that you've accomplished what it is you say that you need to accomplish? Will it be getting a particular score on a standardized test? What about, and this is probably where a a great majority of people find themselves, which is being able to communicate effectively in X number of contexts, in different situations, in different contexts, with a, a range of variations. They could be very broad or very specific contexts, along with the knowledge criteria to back up the communication. This is the quantifiable part. Now, quantifiable in, in quotes, because when we're talking about communication, communication is supported by particular structures, by certain vocabulary, certain grammar, for lack of a better word. And so, you know, in these particular contexts, have you mastered the building blocks for that context, for that which is meaningful to you? That's important to remember because that'll give you a place where you can start to judge your progress more objectively. Now, I believe that there is a a limit to how objective we can be about ourselves, and I think I'm right on that. So sometimes we often need someone to help us with that, a teacher, a coach, a very good friend, somebody who who will be uh, honest with you and who will help you see things about you that you don't see, about your progress, about how, how you're moving forward or not. Another question is, what's your deadline? By when do you have to reach the target? What's your deadline? What's your deadline and what are the other 
limits that might be placed on your attempt or on your efforts to learn this particular language? What's your budget? How much money, how much of your financial resources and your time and energy are you going to be able to invest in this particular project? Are you interested in on-site or online courses or a combination of the two? You know, nowadays with Zoom and other platforms of that sort, a great teacher is still a great teacher and transcends the technology. And so it is something to think about and not to think that the quality will be compromised simply because you are no longer sitting in a classroom with other people. Are you looking for one-to-one, paired, or group lessons? They all have their pros and cons. They all have their benefits and their drawbacks. So what are you looking for? What do you feel more comfortable? What can your budget allow you to do? When are you available for your lessons? Is it in the morning, afternoon, evening, or is, or, or is it going to vary? Will it be weekends? So take that into consideration when you start to look around at the programs. When can you be available consistently? We go back to one of the overriding themes of the past 20 episodes, which is consistency. Working methodically, appearing or showing up regularly. Another question, how much time can you dedicate to practicing outside class. You're not going to learn as well as you could if you don't practice outside. We've talked about that in previous episodes, what practice can look like. And it's important to be clear with yourself how much time can you dedicate to practicing outside class if this is a serious objective for you to learn this particular language and that there are consequences for not doing it. So this is just a, a preliminary list of things that you should be thinking about with regards to yourself, with regards to what your motivation and what your context is regarding your project to learn this particular language. That's about you. Now, what about the programs? What are some things we should look for? Now, I'm going to, uh, I'm gonna, how could I say, make an assumption that we are going to go with a, a very traditional model of, uh, of a on-site language school, a language training center that you're gonna go visit in order to get information. Let's start with that. Let's, let's just do that for now. It can vary, of course, if you're simply gonna be looking online, which is another way of doing it. But let's, let's just take a look at that. And some of what we're gonna talk about here can apply to that as well. So when you go to visit a training center, and what are some general things to look for? Well, one of the things that I find super important is how sincerely personable and welcoming are staff. At the end of the day, a language school is about people. It's not about language. We are serving people. People who have decided to invest their time, their money, their emotional commitment in order to be able to communicate more effectively in the target language. So it's about people. And one of the things that I, I think is super important is 
the person that opens that door to you when you walk in, the person that welcomes you at reception, are they sincerely personable and welcoming? Here's another one. Do staff look excited to be there? Genuinely excited? Is there a sense of purpose in their work, in how they talk to you? Are they in earnest? Very important. Because that's going to reflect to a large degree the quality of the teaching that you're going to receive. Do staff really listen when you are there explaining what you want? Or are they simply nodding their heads so they can write down all the info to fill in their spreadsheets or to fill in whatever spaces they're filling in? Are they sincerely listening to you? Are they asking clarifying questions? Are they paraphrasing and repeating back to you in order to make sure that they understood or not? Are staff excited about their programs and what the programs can do for you? Do they believe in the program that they are going to propose to you or the program, which is the reason why they're sitting in that job? Are they excited about it? Are they convinced that this is something that can lead you from A to B to C all the way to Z? Here's another one. Does the school offer a free trial? Do you get a chance to check out their services before committing a free trial. If you believe in what you do and you know that you are effective and can produce meaningful results, a trial should be a no-brainer, a no something that you do automatically. Are you, as a client, as a potential client, are you allowed to observe or sit in on a lesson or two just to see how you feel? just to understand their approach so you can make an educated decision about your learning. Now, do you get the feeling this is an institution you would like your kids or loved ones to attend? Let's, get, let's, let's, let's continue with the squint test, right? Is this a place that you would want your kids or loved ones to attend? Say, wow, I would really like, I could see my children taking lessons here. I could see my spouse. I could see my mom or dad or whomever that I care about taking lessons here. Can you see that? Do their offerings and pedagogic approach match what you're looking for in a program? And this is all based on your answers to the previous set of questions about your goals, your objectives, what it is that you must learn or must be able to do in the target language. Do their offerings and pedagogic approach match your needs? And that requires you to understand their pedagogic approach. In order to do that, you should be sitting in on a class, maybe getting a free lesson, and really seeing that, that you're going to make progress with this particular outfit. This is, uh, this is not... This is not presumptuous at all, but are the premises clean and well-maintained? Check out the bathrooms. You can always tell a person's commitment to excellence or an institution's and organization's commitment to excellence by looking at their bathrooms. Check it out. Are they clean? Are they spotlessly clean? Are they, are they kept that way all day? Are the premises clean and well-maintained? 
one of mine that I find very interesting because I've I've worked with so many people in this business as a as an evaluator, welcoming welcoming new new students, new potential students, as a director interviewing potential candidates for teaching. And are you here's the one that I always found to be just like a, a no-brainer, but I'm not sure it's done that often. Are you offered coffee or some other refreshment on arrival? Would you would you like would you care for a coffee while you're waiting for your evaluation? Would you like a coffee? Would you like something to drink? Can I offer you a tea? These are not small things. It is the attention to these deep types of details that will, to a large degree, give you a good indication as to their attention to detail when it comes to the serious things, such as your learning program. Let's talk about books and resources. Are they part of the package? Or do you have to purchase them separately? Or even go out and get them yourself? How does that work? What's, the, what's, the, uh, what's their policy? What's the school's policy? These are just some preliminary questions that you can ask in order to better understand not just yourself, but even more importantly in this case, the institution who is vying for your precious time, money, and energy. And I think that it's these types of questions that you need to ask yourself when you're judging a program. I've heard the term, judge us harshly, and you should, particularly if it's coming out of your own pocket. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to yourself as a learner, as a person who is stepping out and is assuming what I like to call the underdog role of being a neophyte, of being a newbie, of trying something out for the first time of consequence that may that may have a result that is not necessarily guaranteed. And I think you owe it to yourselves. So there we go. The the stakes are not necessarily very high, but they can be. If your job depends on it, if your ability to advocate for those whom you care about, if it directly depends on it, then yeah, the stakes can be high. You owe it to yourself. Take a good look. Treat yourself well. As we approach the end of season one, this is our final episode of season one, talking about the second language learner and all the different ways that we can look at second language learning and what it has to do with growth. I just want to say thank you for your time. We will be starting season two tomorrow. Season two, we don't we don't have a break in between. Season two, we'll be talking about the underdogs. And we'll be talking about that for a number of episodes. If you ever need any guidance or any help in choosing a school, in working out your own personal program, please get in touch with us. Send us an email, drop us a line, and we'll be very happy to lend you our our time, our attention, our services for you. You have a great day or have a great evening wherever you're listening, whatever time zone you happen to be in. Thank you very much for sharing your time with me. And I look forward to speaking with you all again tomorrow. Take care and bye-bye.